Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Merlin lobbies the GSA and FBI one more time on the Bureau's new headquarters. In downtown, I'm John Doman. A Maryland man's family shares their pain, learning of the charges against a D.C. police sergeant who shot him. I'm Megan Cloherty. On Wall Street, the Dow down 60 points, the Nasdaq up 42, and the S&P up 5. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Steele. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Heartbreaking reaction to a new Justice Department report that shows the Louisville Police Department has a pattern of violating people's constitutional rights. This is a result of an investigation into Breonna Taylor's death in 2020. Taylor's mother, Tamika Palmer. It's heartbreaking to know that everything you've been saying from day one has to be said again through this manner, you know, that it took this to even have somebody look into this department. Taylor was killed when police carried out a no-knock warrant. A black family in California just got an $8 million award after taking some cops to court over a racist traffic stop. The incident occurred in 2019. What are you guys doing here? A silly Lagerfield and her two daughters were about to go inside a Starbucks when two Alameda County Sheriff's deputies stepped in. They said there had been a rash of auto break-ins. They asked for ID. Lagervale refused. What did I do? What kind of crime did I commit? Eventually, all three were handcuffed and detained. They claimed the officers had no reasonable suspicion. The jury agreed that the stop and arrests were unlawful. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Experts are still divided over how COVID started. We may never know the origin conclusively. Making claims that cannot be supported sufficiently by available data only fuels confusion and mistrust. Dr. Paul Alwater with John Hopkins there. He testified before a House panel today. The hearing follows a report that claims COVID may have spread from a lab leak. The Senate Intelligence Committee is focused on worldwide threats. This is the annual threat assessment, and a lot of it focuses on technology. Everything from artificial intelligence to TikTok. Director of the National Security Agency, Paul Nakasone. What's the next technology we should be chasing? FBI Director Christopher Wray. Technology and economic security have become inextricably intertwined with national security. All of this made more complicated by private industry, which is behind much of the new technology. That's CBS's Cammie McCormick reporting. We are getting more details now on the kidnappings of four Americans in Mexico. CBS's Omar Villafranca. Mexican authorities announced that they did arrest a 24-year-old man who was basically the lookout for this particular stash house of the cartel. And that's about all that we have right now. We know that the Mexican authorities are still conducting their investigation and doing forensics, which is why still the, the bodies of the two other Americans are still down there. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell says the central bank's still deciding how large its next interest rate hike will be. From a broader perspective, inflation has moderated somewhat since the middle of last year, but remains well above our longer-run objective of 2%. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. It's 4.03 on Wednesday afternoon, March 8th, 50 degrees, a windy day, going to be colder tonight, down to the low 30s. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Ainelli. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this afternoon, in the next hour or so, the Senate is expected to deal a blow to D.C. by blocking a new criminal code that was years in the making. 
Let's go to Capitol Hill and WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell feels Congress has no choice but to step in to block new guidelines that would lighten several violent criminal penalties even as crime goes up in D.C. Local politicians have let its streets become a danger and an embarrassment. Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine, who supports D.C. statehood, will join Republicans in voting for the disapproval resolution. But he still believes Mayor Muriel Bowser and the D.C. Council will ultimately agree on a new criminal code. There were a couple of specific objections that she had about carjackings and others, and I think those are the kinds of things that they ought to be able to work out. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Protesters speaking out against what they call congressional overreach in this case took to the streets today, starting at Union Station, where D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton spoke to the crowd. They will choose to govern D.C. without its consent. The nearly 700,000 D.C. residents, a majority of whom are black and brown, are worthy and capable of self-government. Some of the protesters there were arrested. Capitol Police say they took more than a dozen people into custody for blocking traffic. Well, it's 4.05 on WTOP. For more than a decade, the federal government has been looking at building a new headquarters for the FBI. It's now coming down to sites in Springfield in Virginia, along with Greenbelt and Landover in Maryland. Maryland today made its final case. Maryland leaders emphasized two points to leaders from the FBI and GSA. The cost of the Springfield site is far higher, way higher. And Senator Chris Van Hollen says the other point was the president's emphasis on equity through an executive order issued on day one. And in case they didn't get the message the first time he did it, In the earliest days of his administration, he just recently issued another one. But cost and equity are smaller factors in the current scoring process announced last year and even combined weigh less than proximity to Quantico. That is not locked in stone. Maryland Governor Wes Moore says he was told those agencies will go back to reassess that decision. Outside GSA headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. The family of Antoine Gilmore is sharing their grief today. Hours after a grand jury indicted a D.C. police sergeant on charges of shooting shooting and killing the Capitol Heights construction worker two summers ago. LaShawna Gilmore's last update in her cousin's case was when the mayor released body camera footage of his killing. The pain was excruciating to see our loved one murdered um, because that's what that was. He was murdered. Now Antoine Gilmore's family is sitting behind a table with an attorney sharing their reaction to words Sergeant Ennis Jevrick is charged with second-degree murder and a federal civil rights violation. We shouldn't have to be here. Uh, We never thought that this could be us. Prosecutors say officers approached Gilmore while he was sleeping in his car in August 2021 and saw he had a gun in his waistband. When they woke him up, Gilmore tried to drive away, and charging documents say Jeffrick fired his service weapon 10 times. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Williamsburg is widely known for its colonial and revolutionary history, but a recent archaeological discovery is a reminder of its Civil War history. Williamsburg archaeologist Jack Gary says they were excavating the town's historic powder magazine building. And in the course of those excavations, we discovered uh, human remains in a what we refer to as a mass grave. It stems from the Battle of Williamsburg from May of 1862. Records show a field hospital was set up in a nearby church. Researchers will now excavate the remains and study them with DNA analysis. There may be something in the DNA that may give an indication of where these individuals 
may have come from. Gary says they plan to respectfully reinter all remains in individual graves. Knowing that this is a mass grave that was meant to hold these casualties temporarily. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Ocean City is working to solve one of the beach town's longest standing problems, and that's a lack of parking. The city council there has voted to approve the formation of a parking committee that would look at a fee in lieu of parking program. It would be voluntary and property owners would pay the city money instead of providing parking when developing projects. The cash would go into a fund to build parking garages and lots. The panel will now research the concept and make some recommendations. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather on WTOP. A Michelin-ranked D.C. restaurant is open a new one. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Dave Dildines in the traffic center. And since our last update, several new crashes reported in Virginia on I-66 westbound between Nutley Street and 123 on the left side of the main lanes, and westbound near Route 29 in Centerville, another one. And on the interloop of the Beltway, new crash between I-66 and Route 7 in the main lanes, car sideways with a trooper. Right lanes are blocked. Make way for the ambulance. They're working through the backup now. If you need an exit in Tyson, like Route 7, West Park, or Jones Branch Drive and have an easy pass. The team at the 495 Express Lanes wants you to know to save time, you can hop on the Express Lanes now. Beyond the Dulles Toll Road, it is slow, one and all, toward the American Legion Bridge and up toward River Road in the 270 Spur. Also slow on other portions of 495 as rush hour gets going. Between the Beltways in Maryland on 95, northbound traffic is still slow from 198 and 216 past Route 32. It was a work zone. It was blocking the right lane. It has crept into rush hour, and a lot of folks are going northbound on 29 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, which in turn are both carrying more northbound traffic. But southbound Parkway traffic is also slow between 198 and 197 with a new incident blocking a lane. Route 50, nothing blocking the way between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, but into Parole in Annapolis, there's a crash on 665. Aristi Island Boulevard eastbound near Route 2, Solomon's Island Road. Uh, paramedics and police should by now be on scene. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, let's head on over to Storm Team 4 and Mike Stanford. Clear skies and rather breezy conditions for the next several hours. Layers night will stay clear. The winds will die down. Lows being the 20 suburbs, low to mid-30s of the district. Nice day on Thursday. Sunshine with much lighter winds and a high in the low to mid-50s. A cold rain on Friday, which could be mixed with some wet snow in the morning hours, mainly north and west, but no snow accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. Chance some rain or wet snow early on Saturday, then mostly cloudy and breezy. Highs out of mid-40s. Partly cloudy on Sunday. Highs near 50. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. It's 53 degrees in Roslyn, 53 in Laurel, 49 and sunny outside of our studios, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 410. We've got money news for you at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Sean, ahead of the Labor Department's Friday jobs report, that one is Friday morning, payroll firm ADP. Estimates private employers added 242,000 jobs last month. That is a little more than expected. Leisure and hospitality, that's mostly bars, restaurants, and hotels, continue to lead job gains, adding 83,000 last month. Used vehicle prices are heading higher again. Cox Automotive says wholesale used vehicle prices climbed 4.5% in February alone. That's the biggest 
monthly increase for this time of year since 2009. Popular Balkan restaurant Ambar opened its third location today. This one's in D.C.'s Shaw. The original Ambar opened on Capitol Hill in 2013. There's another one in Clarendon. Ambar's awards include the Michelin Guide's Bib Gourmand. The Dow finished the day just modestly lower, down 58 points. The S&P 500 index up six. The Nasdaq up 46. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Wawa. Wake up and smell the sizzly. Two for five dollars. Great mornings start at Wawa. Coming up on WTOP, President Biden unveils his budget tomorrow. What kind of fight can we expect with a divided Congress? We'll talk about it with political founding editor John Harris in just minutes. It's 412. Here's a highlight from Colonel Carlos Perez Mendez, an individual mobilization augmentee to the Space Force S3 and lead to SECAF Operational Imperative 2 for the Space Force. On the discussion Mission Partner Environments from the series Enabling JAD C2, sponsored by GDIT. Space is and was and always will be a collaborative endeavor, and the Space Force is capitalizing on this strength. The same PE environment, though, as we talk about framework, is going to be foundational for us to be able to accomplish this. JADC2 is key to delivering information advantage. The success of JADC2 depends on enabling technologies such as Mission Partner Environments, or MPEs. That's why GDIT is envisioning and developing next-generation MPEs. We're leveraging our decades of support for these essential environments to build robust and secure MPEs that make vital data and information seamlessly available to warfighters, enabling them to sense, make sense, and act at the speed of operations. To learn more, visit GDIT.com slash MPE. Sell your home the stress-free way like I did with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. This is Dave Johnson, and what's great about Jennifer Young, so many options, so many strategies, like her door-to-door move program. Jennifer can help you move on your timeline by enabling you to stay in your home after you've sold it until her team helps you find and lock down your next home. That's teamwork. That's why you need to connect with Jennifer at JenniferYoungHomes.com. That's Jennifer Young Homes dot com or eight seven seven six one one cell Keller Williams Realty 703-815-5700. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than two hundred and thirty thousand fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. Coming up, can the Wizards keep pace in the playoff race when they face the Hawks tonight? Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Coach Boudreau here. It's time of renewal. We're talking Thompson Creek window time. As quick as you can say, Bruce! There it is. Thompson Creek will design, build, and install beautiful replacement windows without the middleman markup, saving you time, money, utility costs, and increasing the resale value of your home. Bruce! There it is. Thompson Creek's biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors. No interest until October 2024. The biggest sale of the year doesn't happen often, so you better take advantage now. Call 855-57-CREEK now. It's the President's Month sales event at Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Hi, I'm Melanie Funkhauser. We have the area's biggest selection of Wrangler 4xe's ever. Lease a four-door Jeep Wrangler 4xe that gets 49 MPGE for just $375 a month. 
That's right, just $375 a month. Fair Oaks Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram. Lower prices, higher standards every day. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. 36 month lease with 10% down plus taxes and fees. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 415. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Nick Ainelli. Thanks for being with us. President Biden unveils his new budget tomorrow. The White House says it has four priorities, expanding the economy, lowering the costs, reducing the deficit, and protecting Social Security and Medicare. Well, with Republicans in charge of the House, major battles are expected over government spending. With us live now is Politico co-founder John Harris. So, John, what do we know on this day before the president is going to make his budget presentation in Philadelphia? Well, uh, we know uh, that this is going to be, uh, as all budgets are, a political document. It's about framing the battle, uh, especially when the other party's in charge of Congress. That's what presidents do. And, and President Biden's aims are, are uh, pretty clear on this. He wants to stand as the defender of a popular entitlement. That's that's Medicare, uh, popular even with Republicans, not just Democrats. He's saying, look, we're going to do this uh, by taxing the rich. That's generally a popular proposal. And he's going to uh, cast himself uh, while doing these things as more fiscally responsible than Republicans. Uh, let's talk about the, the White House and its condemnation of Fox News host Tucker Carlson over his recent coverage of the uh, January 6th Capitol riot. We've heard a lot of people on Capitol Hill uh, denigrating Carlson over this. But for the White House to do it, as you write, to, as, as your colleagues at Politico write today, this is pretty unusual as administration spokesperson Andrew Bates calls Carlson not credible. So, you know, break this down for us. And what are you watching when it comes to what's being shown on that Fox News program? Well, I think it's interesting that the White House would weigh in on this. Uh, typically, that you wouldn't expect any White House, uh, for perhaps President Trump's, uh, he, he was always pretty eager to engage with media controversies. But typically, you're not going to see the White House want to get involved in, in, in something like a drama about what's going on with um, uh, with a cable network. This is an unusual moment, though, because the White House sees, uh, and all Democrats see, that all of a sudden Fox is a huge target, not just with Democrats and liberals, but with Republicans themselves. Their people are so offended by Tucker Carlson saying the January 6th uh, 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 riot was essentially a, mostly a peaceful protest. Uh, Carlson and Fox have given them such a fat target. Of course, the White House wants to hit it. And uh, this lawsuit that Fox is in is producing all kinds of really interesting behind-the-scenes revelations. They know Fox is sweating. They want to turn up the heat. That is political co-founder John Harris. And a quick look at the top stories we're working on for you today on WTOP. In a blow to local D.C. lawmakers, the U.S. Senate is expected to pass a resolution blocking a bill that critics describe as being weak on crime. Maryland leaders make a new push to bring the FBI headquarters to their state. Virginia politicians will do the same tomorrow. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Virginia Beltway, interloop between I-66 and Route 7. The crash, the response, the right lanes are blocked. Two left main lanes are getting by slowly into Tyson's on the interloop. There are two crashes on 66 west of the Beltway. The first before 123 Oakton, the left side blocked. And then westbound west of Route 29 Centerville, the left lanes are blocked. Both express lanes get by on 66 into Manassas, but main lanes 
lanes. Traffic is slow in both cases. 395-95 crash-free, but not necessarily delay-free. Volume delays around the rest of the Beltway beyond that crash in both Virginia and Maryland. And between the Beltways in Maryland on 95, although northbound, the pace is improving beyond 32. So we would hope by now that work zone after 32 has cleared. It did creep into rush hour and put a lot more traffic on 29 and Route 1 parallel to 95. Baltimore-Washington Parkway also slow northbound from 197 past Route 32 with the Parkway lanes open. Parole Annapolis eastbound 665 Aristi Island Boulevard near the ramp to Solomon's Island Road. Responders working a crash does not affect traffic on 50. Traffic's moving fine at the Bay Bridge and northbound on 270 with normal northbound slowing through Gaithersburg and Clarksburg in the district. 395 Southeast Southwest Freeway along with 295 leaving the 11th Street Bridge. We're talking about volume delays. Outbound on the Suitland Parkway, unclear if they've picked up the work zone, but it was blocking a lane at Lashdeport near Stan. Road. On WUSA 9, parents tell a daycare owner her husband is molesting their kids, so she shoots him herself at a swanky D.C. hotel. A WUSA 9 exclusive jailhouse interview Friday at 11. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. It's been a sunny but a cooler day. How do we look? Uh, not too bad. The temperatures we're seeing right now are pretty much where we should be this time of year. But as you mentioned, with that gusty wind, it has felt rather cool. Now, the winds are lighter than yesterday, and they will continue to diminish later tonight with clear skies. It will be cold. Lows will be in the 20 suburbs, low to mid-30s near the district. Sunshine tomorrow, and with a much lighter wind, our highs in the low to mid-50s will feel actually pretty good across the region. Cold rain moves in on Friday. It could be a mix of some wet snow in the morning hours, mainly north and west. But we'll be above freezing, so no snow accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. Could be some rain or wet snow early on Saturday, but once again, no accumulation. They look for a mostly cloudy and a breezy day. Highs on Saturday, low to mid-40s. By Sunday, partly cloudy and warmer. High near 50. Gaithersburg, 50. Leesburg, 52. And Nick and Sean, it's 53 at Reagan National. All right, Mike, thanks. All brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, more fallout from that fiery tanker truck crash in Frederick, Maryland over the weekend. It's 421. Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, March 8th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the bedroom in minutes. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. And today only, we're offering five tune-up treatments to our patients free. This is an unprecedented offer worth hundreds of dollars, but call today and qualify totally free. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Guys, put a stop to your ED and get your life back. Call Monument Medical Clinic now to qualify. This offer ends today, Wednesday, 202 908 5555. I'm dealing with stats all the time. This is Dave Johnson, but forget points and rebounds for now. Window Nation has the stats you need to know. Energy costs in D.C. are up 25% compared to last year, and 43% of your utility bill is heating costs. Well, Window Nation has a winning game plan. How about two free windows with every two you buy, plus pay zero down, make zero payments, and get 0% financing for 24 months? You heard that right. That's two years, pay nothing. Call 866-90-NATION or go online to windownation.com. And tell them Dave Johnson sent you. This is WTOP News. It's 422. A heartbreaking 911 call from a murder.
murder victim is what jurors heard in the first day of the Fairfax County trial of Veronica Youngblood. She's charged with shooting and killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment in 2018. Jurors here in circuit court heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter. Crying in pain and struggling to breathe, Sharon Castro told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. As she cried for help, Fairfax County call taker Jennifer Heflin reassured her that help was on the way. Jurors heard the sound of first responders breaking down the apartment door. She was taken to the hospital where she died. Youngblood's lawyers say that she loved her daughters more than anything, but had endured a life full of trauma and abuse. They asked the jury to find her not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. We are learning more about that deadly crash involving a wise high school student in Upper Marlboro. Police say the car that the student was in yesterday was heading north on Ritchie Marlboro Road. The car tried to pass a vehicle and then crashed into the back of a landscaping trailer parked on the side of the road. An 18-year-old woman who was sitting in the passenger seat died at the scene. The driver, an 18-year-old man, was taken to the hospital. It's not yet clear how bad his injuries are. Saturday's crash and fiery explosion of a tanker truck in Frederick, Maryland, was so intense, inspections have been ordered on a section of that road. The State Highway Administration will check the drainage structure on U.S. 15 at the crash site between Rosemont Avenue and 7th Street. The driver of the truck was killed and the fire reached six homes and several vehicles. Crews will be out Thursday conducting inspections in the center median. They'll check to see if the drainage structure is damaged and determine the extent of any needed repairs. Drivers can expect the left lane closed starting at 10 a.m. southbound U.S. 15 past 7th Street until about 2 p.m. Meanwhile, cleanup will continue on the northbound side through Thursday. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 425, George Wallace is here and a big win for a local in one of the big college conference tournaments. Yeah, Sean, George Mason advances in the A-10 tournament, 62-57. First team uh, all-conference, Josh Duro had 16 points, 10 boards. Tyler Burton, 23 points. For Richmond, but uh, Mason holds on in the end, 62-57 to advance. George Washington and St. Joe's coming up in about 30 minutes from now. And the other A-10 second-round matchup today. Howard, first place in the uh, conference outright for the first time since 87. Top seed in the tournament for the first time since 1992. And Kenny Blakeney's team gets South Carolina State tonight. I I really think that's really important in March because you have games that are coming down to – one-possession games, two-possession games, three-possession games. How do you take advantage of limiting those type of uh, mental mistakes? And try not to do it tonight against a team that's just 2-12 and 12 in conference at 6 o'clock start. Georgetown Villanova tonight as well in the Big East. Virginia Tech, NC State, ACC late night tonight. That matchup right now, ACC Pittsburgh leading Georgia Tech 70-63. to Earlier today, Wake Forest defeats Syracuse 77-74. to Up a level, Wizards uh, get the Atlanta Hawks tonight. A night after beating the Pistons, Wizards in the 10th spot in the Eastern Conference. The Hawks right now in 8th spot, but just one game ahead of Washington. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. Okay, thank you, George. Coming up after WTOP traffic and weather, a large pay raise for federal employees is one of the items in President Biden's new proposed budget.
It's 426. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com 